the Stressed Out Caregiver Podcast, episode 153, Spend Money to Save Money When Caring for Your Elderly Loved One. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the Stressed Out Caregiver Podcast. I'm your host, Casey Price, from thestressedoutcaregiver.com. And before we get started, I want to welcome everyone to the new YouTube channel where we're going to try and simulcast these podcasts. I'm going to see how it goes. We're going to give it a try. I've never done this before, uh, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and that way some people who like video more than audio, you can hop on over to YouTube anytime you want and check it out. So it's the Stressed Out Caregiver YouTube channel. So if you're listening to this and you want to take a look at what happens when I do the podcast, uh, hop on over and uh, you, know, you can see what, what's going on. Frankly, it's not much. I've got my uh, mixer, which you can't see in the picture. I've got my recorder, my computer uh, with my notes, and that's about it. So it's just you, me, and, and I guess the rest of the world, anybody who wants to check out the Stressed Out Caregiver podcast. So welcome once again. And as I said before, we're going to discuss something that's really important. It's a huge concept because it, it really goes a long way towards protecting money, yet at the same time, getting your loved one the best possible long-term care. And that is the issue of spending money to save money when caring for your elderly loved one. And I, I know that sounds topsy-turvy, right? How, how can spending money on long-term care save your loved one's money? The reality is this, long-term care is really expensive. Most people will do whatever they can to protect their loved one's money from the cost of long-term care. But the one thing you strongly need to avoid doing is to try not to pay for care. So am I saying that right? You don't want to avoid giving your loved one the care they need when they need it. You don't want to think they can do it on their own when they might be struggling with things and help would be really important. You don't want to not provide enough care. Now, I know that was a double negative, but I think I got the point across. Uh, think You don't want to provide, you don't want to not give them the care they need thinking that's going to preserve their assets. And here's the issue. Here's why. If someone needs help with something, then pay to get them that help. If they don't have the help they need, they're going to try and do things on their own. They're going to try and do it themselves, which could lead to catastrophic results. So someone who's a little bit wobbly, who, who can't necessarily... Um, keep the uh, the kitchen clean the way they'd want to, right? They, they they reach up high to try and clean things and and they're wobbly. Well, that's going to be, that's going to lead to a fall possibly or, or someone who has the washing machine down in the basement and the steps are creaky, you know, and they have trouble going up and down those steps and they're trying to carry the laundry up and down. Well, that again is a recipe for disaster where they may take a fall. And if they become injured in that type of situation, it could very well lead to to needing catastrophic levels of care, like nursing home, which could cost somewhere between you know eight and fourteen thousand dollars, depending on where you live. Whereas bringing someone into the house to help them with the issues they were struggling with, the really important issues to them, keeping the house clean is really important. Fresh clothes are really important. These little issues, which seem like oh, it's not much, right, could be hugely important to them to the point where even though they they might really struggle to try and do them, they're 
they're gonna they're gonna do it anyway. And if that happens, they have a fall. And if they have that fall, they may be really hurt and may need a a really high level of care that costs many times what the care that could have present prevented the fall or the injury uh, would have cost. So um, let's see here. Most many of the people I've talked to have seen their loved one go from needing just a little bit of help to spending years in a nursing home because they hurt themselves trying to do things on their own. So the best thing you can do is make sure your loved one has the care they need when they need it. You don't have to go overboard, right? Long-term care is really expensive because of that. And with the goal of keeping your loved one as independent as possible, you only have to provide them with the amount of care they need. You don't need to go overboard. You don't need to pay for what isn't necessary. So guidance is available from care providers. Or if you're working with a personal geriatric care manager or elder care social worker, they can put a plan in place so that you can have a better understanding of what your loved one needs, what they can use uh, to, to support them. And, and you can implement the plan that you come up with with the geriatric care manager or the elder care social worker to make sure your loved one has appropriate levels of care in place from the most appropriate and cost-effective providers. A catastrophic event resulting in the need for expensive care is devastating. That devastation is compounded when the event might have been avoided. You, look, you can bring all the best care in and your loved one could still suffer a fall. They could still have some sort of, of stroke or other um, issue like that. Their dementia could still get worse to the point where you know they, they need to progress through the elder care system. But what I'm trying to do and what I'm advocating here to you is that you don't make the leapfrog from needing very little care to needing a tremendous amount of care due to their needs not being met, due to them trying to do more than they should. Uh, and that's what we're trying to avoid. So the, like I said, the devastation is compounded when the event might have been avoided, when your loved one's traumatic issue might have been avoided. If you help provide your loved one with the care they need when they need it, then the odds are in their favor that they can avoid a catastrophic event from ever happening. They can probably save a lot of money or avoid spending a lot of money on high levels of care that they can avoid if they have the help they need when they need it. So I hope this this really helps you out. I hope it makes a lot of sense. You know, we talk about issues like this and, and all sorts of other issues in the Stressed Out Caregiver Facebook support group. So if you're not a member, be sure to head on over there, check it out and, and, and request to join. We we accept everybody as long as they as long as they're caring for someone and as long as they promise to be positive and help each other out. Because that's what we do in that group. We help each other out. It's an opportunity for you to learn from people who have done it before uh, and, and can share with you what they've learned and it's a chance for you to share with them what you've learned in your caregiving journey it's a great thing and i hope you'll you'll join us there so now remember uh, that I'm an elder care attorney, but the content of this show is not intended to be legal advice, but rather information so you can help your aging parent, spouse, and elderly loved one get the best possible care so you can all live the highest possible quality of life with the least amount of stress. So once again, my name is Casey Price. I am from the stressedoutcaregiver.com. I love doing this. It is the privilege uh, of, of my week to, to get to share time with you uh, when I get to publish these podcast episodes and now these videos. Thanks so much for checking it out. I can't wait to see you again. And until that time, I wish you nothing but the best. <laughs>